Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends, and welcome to our season five finale episode. It is the finale. You should see my face right now. I mean, I knew it was like, oh, the Christmas episode and oh, we're done. But season five's over. I wish I could have just recorded that. I know. I need, I'm going to need to take a minute and like process this. Bethany just blinked like five times. Her eyes got so big. She's like, wait, what? What's happening? Well, it's so weird. Like this is, this season, I think we have been the best about recording stuff ahead of time. I would agree. And so it doesn't seem like it should be over because we've recorded so much. Oh, that's weird. I know. This but is I mean, it. We, we've started planning season six. We've got episodes lined up. We've got we've got some fun interviews. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like branching out a little, guys. Y'all get to hear from people more than us, which I hope you guys loved the episode last week with Kristen from Girl Defined. We had such a great time talking to her. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and check it out. It was a really great um, discussion, and I think we probably all learned a lot from that. So be sure and check that out. Okay. Definitely. I'll be quiet now. Go ahead. No. <laughs> That's great. That's perfect. <laughs> so as always, we have our we have our normal little front-end announcements and a couple new ones. So if you haven't signed up for our newsletter... It's not too late for you to get the last one of this season tomorrow because we'll be linking a lot of fun holiday-related things in it tomorrow. So you can go sign up for that by the link in our Instagram bio is the easiest way to do it. And while you're there, if you're not already, you can follow us on Instagram at LFTM underscore podcast because, I mean, we like to be on Instagram. We like talking <laughs> to y'all. It's pretty fun, especially this time of year yes. when things are crazy that we get to share a little bit of our lives with y'all also we are in the middle of our 12 days of couch cast we hope you guys have been enjoying that this is something we've never done before but we've really had a lot of fun doing it so we're answering one of y'all's couch cast submission questions every day leading up to christmas so the last one will be on christmas eve this will also hold you over for our season break because that's a lot of a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. If you are listening every day, God bless you. Kudos to you. Y'all are amazing. Um, and if you're not and you want to save them and space them out, also a good plan. But we hope are you, you enjoy that. Are you a podcast binger or a podcast spacer outer? If it's um, if it's already been released, I binge. I do too. I, in fact, if I listen to like if the first episode of a show and I'm like, oh, there's only three or four episodes. Like if it's a series type thing where it's okay it's gonna have this many episodes even if it's not sometimes I will wait and let it build oh, up really? because I don't like yeah and I'm the same way with watching tv I don't like I don't one episode wait. whatever like, I what don't, do people do when cable was all they had I, I don't really watch any current shows with the exception of maybe one or two yeah because I don't have t- I don't have time for that kind of commitment in my life <laughs> um I just want a boyfriend <laughs> I need to be able to binge something for a few hours on a Saturday, but you know, an hour on Wednesday and two hours on Thursday. And this, I don't have time for that. So I don't keep up with stuff currently. Yeah, no, I'm, so with you. I'm the no. same way with podcasts. Yeah. I binge like a true crime thing. Yes. If I start it and it's only like halfway done and then I get caught up, I'm <laughs> yes. like, dang it, this is miserable. <laughs> yes. 
I'm like, so. where can I drive so I can listen to this? Yes. Do I need to go anywhere? Does anybody need anything from the store? Let yes. me know. <laughs> exactly. So y'all could do that. You could just wait till January mm-hmm. or after Christmas and then binge them all. Yeah. So totally up to you. Whatever floats your, your podcast boat. Yes. And next week we will be releasing our... Uh, traditional blooper reel yeah so this one lord knows what's going to be in it because this has been quite the season of i think there was one episode we probably had 20 minutes that bethany had to cut out of us messing up so it's going to be been on the struggle bus yeah it's going to be fun so stay tuned for that as well lots of fun things even though we're taking a season break we're still giving y'all stuff to listen to and then we'll be back with season six in february so yeah you won't have to wait too long nah it's this is a short break yes um okay are you ready for question of the day i think so okay so i have started a new um strategy with my questions of the day i just google question of the day see what comes up so i did that and the first website i clicked on they said that question of the day had been discontinued (laughs) so welcome to 2020 (laughs) So I found a random question generator and here's what we got. Are you ready? Oh gosh. Okay. What question would you most want to ask a time traveler from 200 years in the future? Oh my gosh. Selfishly, when do I get married? (laughs) Um, That's valid. uh, Right now, I'd want to know when COVID is over. Oh, that's a good one. Of like, okay, when does life go back to semi-normal normal or yeah. is the whole you know is all of humanity changed forever <laughs> yeah um yeah that would probably Yours be this is a good one. Oh, thank you you want to know what the first thing that popped into my head was yes are there flying cars <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the first thing that came to my mind well that's true i've always wanted a jet pack like when you see those people that like fly over yes. the ocean and the jet pack well, things when i was kid the jetsons was my absolute favorite cartoon like favorite in fact i'm pretty sure i had bought a season of the jetsons for like my video ipod back in the day like i love oh, watching wow. it wow yeah. so video ipod man aging right yourself. i am so i loved everything about it like i was like how cool would it be you just like walk into this closet on a conveyor belt and it just like dresses you and all of that so i just think that'd be the coolest thing so yeah flying cars flying cars would be what i would ask someone when do i get married when is COVID over are there flying cars? <laughs> Priorities, like, people. Who are these chicks? Like, <laughs> of all the things you could ask me. With questions like that, one of you is never getting married. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, great. Oh, my I like word. that question. Yeah. Okay. You scared me a minute when you got really excited about it. I was like, oh, no. Here we go. But no, that's a good one. Okay. So now that we've got the important questions out of the way, we're going to move into our oh-so-eventful Christmas episode. We're really excited about this, guys, because we are talking about Hallmark movies, and you know we love Hallmark movies. Duh. I mean, yeah. We only have a whole section in our newsletter devoted to Christmas Hallmark movies. So, we get it. We love them. And we know all of the cliche criticisms about them. We get it. But we still like them. And I have a feeling probably some of y'all do, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, we... My roommate, Lauren, y'all have met her on here, on Instagram, on Vlogmas, on all the things. She got me into the Popcast, which is a pop culture podcast. They do recaps of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. <laughs> they talk about all kinds of fun things. But they do um, these episodes called The Nose of Whatever. So they've done The Nose of Weddings, of Birthdays, <laughs> of whatever. And they'll have either – they will talk about their – 
funny slash bad experiences with those things or listeners will write in about okay them. so this one was the nose of hallmark movies <laughs> and they just took it personally but oh my gosh i laughed so hard and then i sent it to bethany i'm like you have got to listen to this <laughs> it's hilarious so we'll link that in our newsletter yes this week it's so funny y'all i was listening to it this is weird but i was listening to it while i was in the shower at my parents house over thanksgiving and i was laughing out loud i'm like god they probably think i'm an idiot but gosh it's hilarious so but they at the beginning of the episode they talked about all these different facts about how popular hallmark is and the statistics and hallmark is actually the fifth most popular network year round like TV network. Not I, just that, at Christmas. No, that yeah. shocked me. Uh-huh. And I mean, it was only behind like ESP. Was it ESPN? Mm-hmm. HGTV. HGTV. MSNBC. And. Was it ABC? ABC. Maybe. I can't Fox remember. News. Fox News. Fox News. And then Hallmark. Yeah. I was so, shocked. Yeah. I was. Uh, my jaw dropped. Just like, what? <laughs> yes. We're not the I, only didn't one. Didn't you feel so validated? Yes, I did. <laughs> and so. A lot of you, even if you aren't brave enough to admit it to the world, (laughs) we know you like Hallmark movies because the stats don't lie. Exactly. And we get it. We had to work up to admitting it too. It's fine. (laughs) But it's just, there's so much freedom. It's such a freeing place to be. It is. To just be open (laughs) with this obsession. So it's great. And we thought, okay, well, we have a dating podcast. Let's talk about, at Christmas, the most cliche relational topic there is in media which is the classic christmas hallmark movie absolutely okay so let's talk first about why do people gravitate toward hallmark because they do so what is it about these movies because if you've seen one you've seen them all we're not blind to the um the shortcomings and the um let's say shallowness of some of the plots we get it but we still watch them. I still record them. We still talk about them. We still have days where we're like, okay, we're just going to sit and watch these movies and we pick which ones we want to watch and we save them and we're so excited. So we are not blind to it, but we just plow right past yeah. it. Well, I think those are kind of part of the draw. Yeah. And one of the things I love about Hallmark movies, as I'm sure a lot of people do, is that they are unrealistically real. <laughs> now stick with me here. So let me set the stage. I get i have a subscription to book of the month which if you don't and you're a reader you should do that it's great google it it's fun but you get five recommendations a month for a book and you get to pick one and they will ship it to you and they've been reviewed and read by all these different people and whatever so you know you're usually getting a pretty good one well i was looking through the ones for december the other day and i typically go straight for the romance option (laughs) shocker to no one (laughs) And I was reading it. And I was like, oh, this sounds cute. And then it started talking about how it was like a time loop storyline. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hate these. And I'm like, that would never actually happen. Like, you can't get stuck like in they the, do same the same day. day over yeah, and over? she lived okay. the same day over and over. And she's trying yeah. to figure out how to get out. And I'm like, one well, that's been done so many times, as I like Hallmark movies. <laughs> but I'm like, that would never actually happen. And I think what's fun about and appealing about Hallmark movies is that, yes, that it's never going to be that perfect But nothing is really, like, fantasy, so to speak. Like, it's not far-fetched in the the goings-on of the movie, if that makes sense. It's real life. It's just lived out unrealistically, more or less. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's a draw, because I'm like, oh, 
I could wish that this would happen to me. And there's probably a 0.01% chance it could, but it's not going to. <laughs> no, but you can place yourself into that world. Exactly. Without too much of a stretch if yes. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, on the heels of that, I think despite it being its number one flaw to people who don't like them, the the fact that they're predictable is I think one of the biggest draws to people who do like them. And I mean, let's be real y'all in 2020, we need some precedented times. <laughs> I think we talked about that like a week or two ago on here. Like <laughs> I'm so tired of everything being unprecedented, but I know if I go turn on Hallmark, I know what I'm getting. And mm-hmm. there's something to be said for knowing how something is going to end, especially in this type of uncertainty. And I think there's a sense of security in that, regardless of how small it may be. Um, and yes, they're predictable and all of that. But <laughs> I was actually watching, I think we were watching a couple of movies the other day with my mom. She was, um, she was home from work for the weekend and we were sitting there watching them and, you know, dad kind of comes and goes, I, you know, we were in their living room and he, he'll sit and watch for a little and he'll comment and be snarky and then we kick him out, you know, but he comes and goes. But anyway, so he was there and he was like, oh my word, if you've seen one of these, you've seen them all. And Lindsay was like, yeah, they're so predictable. And like everyone was kind of going around. I'm like, you know what? For these movies to be so predictable, your criticisms of them are equally as predictable. Y'all need to work on your originality (laughs) and you need to work on your um, game a little with criticizing these Hallmark movies because for all these people who say they're so predictable, I don't hear them ever saying anything else about them. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. You know, I like knowing, okay, I'm investing an hour and a half of my life into this. I want to know what I'm getting out of it before I start. I know that there's going to be a meet cute. I know that they're going to build this cute little romance with all these fun like sweet little moments that nothing super drastic but just these cute little moments there's gonna be one tension point that gets solved (laughs) in about 15 minutes and then they're gonna kiss at the end and anything else is gravy like yeah because what was that one we watched where you were like oh my word i think they kiss like five times it was was a mark lucas movie and oh crap what was it called oh oh it was mission operation operation christmas yes okay veteran christmas movie this is one of the ones we watched in july i think yes with all the, it was the christmas in july thing and y'all they kissed like four or five times i'm like what is is this a lifetime movie like what is this? i was shocked but i loved it it was great because it was so unexpected but i know that it's gonna end well yeah and there's just something really heartwarming and like peaceful about it they're like you know what i have no idea how my day is going to go tomorrow i have no idea if all these things i have planned for the rest of the year are going to go the way i expect them to but you know what i know holly is going to end up with brian at the end at the country dance at the barn and they'll kiss in the moonlight like you just know exactly and if i'm really lucky they'll show like a one year later shot with her in a ring (laughs) on her hand you know but it's like oh okay they made it exactly it's just like you said it's comforting there's security there and when you're not really guaranteed that anywhere else it's yeah. just nice to have a little bit of a, like okay i'm gonna escape to this for yeah. a minute and i will say this one thing that i have i'm going to probably embarrass myself with how much Ooh. i've thought about this at this point but you know 98 percent of them are guy or girl goes back to this small town falls in love with the old high school sweetheart right like that's how most of them go or right. a lot of them and i was like why do they always do this and i think i figured out why because it's 
despite the unrealistic nature of it, it is much more believable to go back and fall in love over the course of two weeks with someone that you already knew, as opposed to someone who is completely fresh. You don't know him at all. So it is slightly more plausible because you have history. You know that person. You don't have to build all of that. You build from that point. And it makes, we believe that quicker over the course of two weeks or however long the movie spans than if it's someone they didn't know at all i never thought about that before See, that's a great and point they say i'm because, not a deep thinker well and what kills me too is um which this is probably semi the same audience but everybody's like you can't go on the bachelorette and fall in love in two and a half weeks or six weeks or eight weeks or get engaged and i'm like okay well you watch hallmark movies and they yeah. do the same thing so you know yeah. what or people i guess it's the other way around people be like oh yeah they can get engaged after eight weeks and i'm like you want to crap on Hallmark movies. Yeah. <laughs> and they're actually like getting back with their ex. Like there's, there's a history yeah. here. Like there's a thing, but yeah, it's it, the predictability of it all is just, it's nice. Yeah. And I know that's boring for some people, but I personally enjoy it as I know Bethany does. And I'm sure a lot of you do too. Well, and I will say this, I will watch Hallmark movies throughout the year occasionally, but it's not my, staple diet throughout the year yeah at christmas time though constant watch out like Mm -hmm. it's i should have counted how many i have recorded at home before i left it's it's obscene it's (laughs) It's ridiculous so it is more because cheesy is a little more accepted at christmas oh for sure so i think it's a little more for sure well and i think part of it too is because and you kind of alluded to this earlier about the shallow nature of the plot lines <laughs> which we're not knocking we enjoy no, it uh-huh. but they're light and they're fluffy and it's good like background stuff yeah. while you're doing other Christmassy things so like you're wrapping presents or you're baking cookies or you know whatever you're online shopping whatever you're doing <laughs> yeah. and you're not gonna miss like this giant plot twist because right. you're like oh, okay well this is the middle of the movie where they're just kind of like flirting <laughs> and nothing's really happening significant so i'm gonna go ahead and get on amazon yeah. like it's not a big deal and it's nice to have oh it totally that is. lighter I content i remember i've loved hallmark christmas movies for years but i remember the first time i actually sat down and watched one <laughs> Versus, I didn't really realize how distracted I normally was. I'm like, oh yeah, I love Hallmark movies. What are y'all talking about? And then I actually sat down and watched one just straight through watching it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I get what people are talking about. Now I still love them, mm-hmm. but I get it more because yeah, I'm usually baking cookies or wrapping presents or cleaning or whatever. And it's just background filler and it's nice. So I think that is a big draw to people. Yeah, for sure. Although I will say I... <laughs> Y'all know it's bad when I think it like something's cheesy. (laughs) I'm like, there have definitely been movies where like I go to Bethany for recommendations now. I don't just venture out on my own very often. I'll text her and be like, have you seen this one? And she'll tell me like, not worth your time. Or yes, you definitely need to watch this one. But there have been a couple I'm like, wow, this is corny even for me. And I'm like, at what point do we get to that? Like, it's just, but I'll still watch it. Well, and the good thing is, if you don't want to, you just stop, delete, move on, because you know there's going to be plenty more. <laughs> See, and I can't, I have to finish it. No, I don't. I can't. I will turn one off. I can count on one hand the number of movies that I've started and haven't finished. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah, no, I'm like, I nope, you got to grab me. 
no. from the beginning. I get, I'm just like, cause I keep thinking, maybe it'll get better. Yeah. Maybe. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm like such a grandma though, because I'm like, oh, I really like this actress. So I have people that I'm like, oh, I really like them. So I'll watch their movies. Yeah. Whereas uh, I also, now I have ones where I really don't like the actor or the actress. And so I, I don't even watch them. I, yeah. I don't care at yeah. this point. I've done that a couple times. Because um, now I'm getting to like more of a novice level where I can recognize some people. Yeah. Not an expert yet, <laughs> but I'm getting, I'm yeah. slowly growing. I would say you're more than a novice. You're, oh, thank you. you. You've like yeah. intermediate. I kinda. think so oh, for wow. sure. I've graduated. I, yeah, for sure. Gosh, this is big news. <laughs> okay. So before we, by the way, I don't know if we said this at the beginning, we are going to like help y'all figure out yes. how to not <laughs> fall into the Hallmark trap around the holidays when it comes to dating. So we're not. Just talking about our favorite movies, by the way. <laughs> we didn't make that. <laughs> Although we could, uh, obviously. But before... It's Christmas Eve, hands down. Oh the best gosh. Hallmark Christmas movie yes. ever. Watch I'll it. say ever. Watch it. Maybe we'll link a few uh, yeah. Hallmark movies in this newsletter. We should do our like top five list or something. Ooh, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll do that. Another reason to sign up for the yeah. newsletter. Okay. We have one more thing that we want to do before we give y'all our advice <laughs> yeah. based on everything we just talked about bethany okay tee us up here because you found this so i am in love with we it. found a hallmark christmas movie plot generator basically what is it the um build your own adventure books yes this is basically the hallmark version of that <laughs> so we will put this in the newsletter as well so you guys can play along but we are going to go through this there are one two three four five columns and you pick the things for each of them mm-hmm. so we're going to walk through this create our own hallmark movie and then hopefully name it at the end so yes. i will start are you ready for this yeah there's six columns One, two, three. yeah i'm bad at counting <laughs> <laughs> yep there's totally six it's fine it's y'all fine. it's fine i was homeschooled it's fine okay love you mom <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just kidding about you loving your mom or just kidding about, about being bad at counting because she didn't teach me in homeschooling don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> it makes sense. Oh my gosh, we're good. Get a grip, Kristen. Get a grip. <laughs> okay. okay. So, column number one. Column I know that one. much. Yes. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Try to redeem this. So, read your choices. <laughs> okay, here are your choices. So, I'll read it and you pick. Okay. okay. So, okay. here are your choices in column one Big City, Career Oriented, Recently Single, World Weary, With the Wrong Guy. So what are we going to go with? So many options. Let's go with uh, world weary. A world weary what? You read our next. All right. Next options are lawyer. Okay. Writer. Okay. Baker. Interior designer. Or early 2000s actor you forgot about. (laughs) (laughs) I think I skipped that when I read it earlier. That's really funny. I think interior designer. I figured you would yes. pick that one. Okay, so we have a world-weary interior designer. Okay. Now, column three is one option. So it says, returns to her small town at Christmas time. So we have a world-weary interior designer who returns to her small town at Christmas time. Okay. Column number four options. To inherit something. To enter a folksy contest. <laughs> to stop some corporate closure. To save the family business. Or to appease their sassy friend or widowed parent. Oh, we're going with the sassy friend. Okay, yes. I, I mean, world-weary, sassy friend. Seems good combo. Brand. I feel like there's some some comedic things that could happen with this. So. Yes. Okay. Definitely. 
So, recap. World weary interior designer returns to her small town at Christmas time to appease her sassy friend or widowed parent. Next column. This is another one that's just one option and magically falls in love with <laughs> bachelor number one, <laughs> who is a sensitive guy in plaid. Number two with an old flame. Number three with some guy and his dog. Number four, with a single dad and his precocious child. <laughs> or number five, with Christmas, the town, and some guy. Oh, man. You, this is a tough one. You have to get this one right. You do. You do. This can um, change everything. If you, I mean, the kiss would end up totally differently <laughs> depending on who you pick here. I'm feeling some guy and his dog. Okay. What are you, what are you thinking? I mean, I'm gravitating towards um, the old flame just because of what we talked about earlier. Well, who says we can't combine him? Maybe it's falls in love with the old flame and his dog. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. I mean, perfect. That's, that's perfect. So we're just going to okay. flip, flip the script here. Okay. So we have a world-weary interior designer who returns to her small town at Christmas time to appease her sassy friend and magically falls in love with an old flame and his dog. And also, the old man in town might actually be the real Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. So here's what, so here's what I'm feeling. Okay. What are you feeling? For a title. Okay, yes. Oh, we have a world weary yes. interior designer designing Christmas. So good. Is that what we're feeling? Yes. I like that. I love so, that. So, Hallmark, if you're listening, we got your back. Pretty sure I haven't seen that one before. It's true. Have you? No. Okay. Mm-mm. Nope. So designing Christmas patent pending. Yes. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. We're putting this in the newsletter and we hope y'all do this. You it's have. Okay. So yes. fun. You guys go through and do this. We'll put our, we'll put a couple of hours in our stories. So you guys story this, tag us and we will repost them because we want to see your yes. Hallmark movie plots that you name as well. That's super fun. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So now. I have in the notes. So before we go down that rabbit hole too far, like, let's be real. We have like burrowed that rabbit hole halfway to China yep. at this point. So yep. yes. I think it's a little too late for that. But yep. let's just rein it in a little here. And don't you mean reindeer it in a little? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've been is, waiting for that moment. That I've been is waiting. too funny. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all aren't laughing, I'm sorry. We. <laughs> We're a special breed. It's fine. <laughs> we know it. We embrace it. Let's reindeer it in. Okay. Let's come down off the Hallmark High. Yes. And where it is not realistic, let's be real for a minute. Yeah, because unfortunately, finding love at the holidays is not as easy as Hallmark makes it look. In fact, the more we thought about it, I think it's harder to find love this time I agree. of year than any other time. And I think there are a lot of reasons for that, which we're going to look at and we're going to kind of help y'all if you're facing some of these reasons. But this is just a tough time of year to be single. Like being single is tough, period. But this just kind of capitalizes all of those things. Like I, you know, I was in Hobby Lobby a few weeks ago buying my first round of like Christmas decor for my room. And the Christmas, it was the first day that I had gone to look for anything Christmas related. It was back in, I don't even know if it was November yet. Like it was early, but Hobby Lobby, you know. End of August? Yeah, it was October (laughs) probably or early November maybe. But all the Christmas stuff was out. Christmas music was playing in the store. And I'm literally sitting there like picking out pillows. I'm like, I want 
to be with somebody so mad. I'm like, I feel like I'm aching. Like, it's just, it's like, it's that bad. And I'm like, golly, what is it about this time with the music playing? And it just was. Stupid Hallmark movies. I know, because that's where my mind goes. I'm like, if this were a Hallmark movie, I would run into some cute guy in the candle aisle and the rest would be history. And it's fine. But it's just like, it's just not how it goes. But this time of year, for whatever well, for the reasons we're about to tell you, yeah. is just a little more difficult than... And one thing I will say is, now that I'm thinking about it, it I feel like there's a two-minute section of every Hallmark movie at the beginning where you get the spiel about, oh, being single is hard. Whether it's from the person or whether it's from the sassy friend or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I wish they would capitalize that on a little more. Yeah. And be like, let's talk about this a little more so I can feel a little bit more relatable to you before yep. you go and find your person. <laughs> but yeah, this time of year, it's something. Yeah. And I think that this is more, when we talk about it, it's harder to find love. We're not talking about you're already dating someone and you're continuing to date them at the holidays. We're talking about going from single to dating around this time of year. And I would say from the beginning of November through the end of the year or oh, Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween week, whatever through the end of the year is just not, not the best time <laughs> to start dating someone. And I, I'm not meaning that from the standpoint of, I would say, Oh, don't do it. Don't try, but go in with your eyes open knowing, Hey, here's some interesting things you'll have to kind of figure out. And we've both walked through this more or less. Um, so we kind of sat down and said, okay, what things did we run into when we dealt with this? And that's where we got this list. So the first thing that is difficult is just trying to navigate and figure out the logistics of holiday events and just crazy schedules at this time. Because when you just start dating someone, like you want to spend time with them and you're getting to know them, but you don't have as much free time right now because you have parties and work things and all kinds of, you know, just prep stuff for Christmas, but you're also newly dating this person. So it's like, okay, should I take them to my work party? I have a plus one to this event. Should I ask them to go? I don't know. It's just kind of an awkward thing. And I think it puts some pressure on a new budding relationship that other times of the year wouldn't. Yeah, because it's, I don't know. It's always, you don't want to assume too much at the beginning. Exactly. At least, and this is my experience, and you can tell me if you identify with this, but at the very beginning, you're trying to figure out, okay, like, how into this is he? Yeah. Like, is he all in? Is he taking his time? Is he a little gun shy? Is he, you know, I don't want to put too much on him and think, you know, him think I'm crazy and want to get married (laughs) in two months, you know, but I also really like him and I don't want him to think I don't want him to be at these events with me or that I'm ashamed or anything like that. So it's this weird balancing act of trying to figure that out and then you add the holidays on top of it where there's just this like romantic undertone to everything (laughs) and you really get questioned more around this time of year than if you know so you're you feel this pressure of like okay well we need to make sure we know what we are and we know all the answers to the questions Mm -hmm. before we get to this work party and he meets my boss he's like oh who's this i'm like this is my special friend like (laughs) what do you what do you do so this is Bobby. Bobby. Who came with me tonight. (laughs) That's all you need to know. Uh Oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah, that's, and it's, I don't know. It seems like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but in my experience, it's kind of like, 
it's just awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And you know, with so many things, and I think this is going to apply to a lot of these with, in other dating realms, we say, well, just talk about it, have a conversation, decide what your expectations are, get it all, you know, figured out. And we say that over and over. So obviously we think that, but with this, that's a tough thing to, to say to do, because this is new. You're just starting dating and it's kind of like, it's a hard conversation to try to figure out because like you said, I don't want him to think that I'm like way more into this than I am, but I want him to know I'm interested. So sitting there, I'm like, okay, let's plan out our holiday parties and schedules and who's going to what da, 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 da. Well, in your mind, it may seem like, oh, this will be helpful because we're setting expectations in reality that can come across a little bit like overwhelming. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my word, we're trying to plan out our future together. Yeah. So it's just, it's tough. It is. It is. And like we said, we're not saying that you, that's reason enough to not date somebody. Like if you've been talking to a guy and you think it's about to evolve to that, like don't stop it. Yeah. Or get scared and freak out because it's Christmas. Just know what you're going into. Yeah. Kind of just, I guess the, I don't want any of these things to take people off guard mm-hmm. is kind of the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think it's important too, that you're really gracious with who you're dating or who you're talking to or whatever, if you are about to make that transition yeah. this time of year, because it is so unique that, okay, if he doesn't do everything right, if he doesn't want to go to certain things, if, yeah. um, you know, you, one of you says something that maybe got taken the wrong way and you really didn't mean it, just be extra gracious, extra patient and know that this time of year is a little clunky for this, yeah. but it's not impossible, but just that's why we want to do this episode to kind of set y'all up to know what you're getting into so that hopefully if you do find yourself in this situation, you're successful getting yeah. through it, you know, and it's not a, Oh dear gracious. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> situation that you find yourself saying in February. <laughs> so there's that. Another thing I would encourage you to really be aware of, particularly as women is that our, uh, heightened level of emotion this time of year can really <laughs> dictate our decision making by that i mean you may be considering a guy right now that you've never thought twice about before but because you're single and he's single and it's the holidays and you're like oh well yeah he's pretty cute or oh yeah maybe this could work i, don't I know, know i said this was a deal breaker but maybe i was being too harsh yeah. or maybe my expectations are too high great aunt connie was right you know <laughs> yes. i just need to open myself up to love and maybe you know. i know all of my friends are saying no that would be a bad idea but it would probably be fine it'll be okay and i just want to be with someone yeah yeah does that sound familiar to anybody <laughs> My hand is raised. I was going to say, mm. um, yes. hands going up all over the room here. Yes. <laughs> but it, again, with the Hobby Lobby thing, I mean, that's, that doesn't happen in the middle of June, y'all, no. for me. I don't go into Hobby Lobby and think, gosh, I really want, I mean, <laughs> that just doesn't happen that way. And I know this time of year, I'm way more sensitive to it, as a lot of us are. And so just being aware of that and being able to say like, okay, yeah, like this is a desire I really want, but I'm not going to compromise just for the sake of having somebody because guess what? Two months from now, the holidays are over. Yeah. And if this is not a decision you would make in February, well, February is coming. Yeah. So it's not fair for you to just kind of throw caution to the wind, try to make it work right now because you don't want to be alone through Christmas and then 
six weeks from now, you're like, crap, what did what I do? Was I what was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I do this? Why didn't I listen to Bethany? You know, whatever. <laughs> a lot of people say that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, but it, it's something to pay attention to. Yeah, for sure. I think this is where it's so important to take a step back in February, in June, in whenever those times where you're objective and rational and not that you're not always rational, but you know what I mean? Like when you're a step removed from that heightened emotional place and you have thought through, okay, these are the things I'm looking for. These are the things that are important. These are the things I'm not going to compromise on and on down the list. And you have that general game plan in your mind, because this is the perfect example of why we talk about doing that because you get to these heightened emotional places. You get to these pressurized situations. You get to Christmas Eve dinner with great aunt Connie and she wants to know, or Thanksgiving if it's, you know, before the holidays and you're that pressure is building and she wants to know why a nice girl like you is still single and why aren't you dating someone? And are you too picky? And all of these things, if you haven't decided those things ahead of time, then you may find yourself in this place of like, Oh, well maybe I could lower my standard on this. Or maybe I could consider that guy, even though it doesn't really seem like it would work. I don't know. Maybe it could, whatever. That This is one of those examples of that place where you need to be removed from it to make those decisions ahead of time. And this is why we talk about doing that. Yeah, exactly. Another, I think this is kind of a contributing factor to the the previous one, but also kind of its own thing is like, you're going to look around and see everyone else is with their person. Everyone else is getting engaged to their person or marrying their person or whatever. It always seems to be at the holidays. Everyone seems to have these grand ideas of proposals and weddings around the holidays. And you're sitting over here and you just want a person. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I mean, that's kind of a contributing factor to the, the, the previous one, like I said, but you're going to be looking at that all around you and you'll start to see, or at least I do a lot of times I'm like, Oh, well, there must be something wrong with me. You kind of fall into those untrue thought patterns. And that's where you have to take those thoughts captive. Like we talk about so much and focus on Christ. And this is, there's a fight for putting off untruth and putting on truth. And I think when you see social media plays such a huge part in this, because everyone's posting pictures of all their perfect little things that happen. Um, and I saw something the other day, you know, we talk about, Oh, social media is just a highlight reel and people should be more real and transparent, whatever. And they should, but someone was talking the other day (laughs) on Instagram of all places. And they were like, I don't mind that social media is a highlight reel because that's what it is. We not going to like, we want, to remember the happy things. And so that's what we use it for a lot. They're like, I don't mind that it's a highlight reel. What bothers me is when people present it as if that's all there is to their life. Mm. Like that all of their life is like that. I don't care that someone posts the happy things. I want to know the happy things that go on people's lives. But when they try to manufacture those things, that's where the issue comes in. And so be discerning in that and realize like, okay, you're seeing all of these you know, highlights of people's lives, but know that they have real lives too. And it's not like everyone else is having this perfect little life and you're just stuck here by yourself. They have, Mm -hmm. there's issues with that. There are struggles with whatever situation they're in too. And so just bring a realistic perspective into it. But then at the same time, this is where you dig into your relationship with Christ. This is where he sustains and he fulfills. And with all of these, that is, the ultimate thing, whether you're with someone or whether you're not, are you pursuing that with the Lord? Yeah. And I'm actually reading a book right now 
it's a novel, so it's not like I'm about to give you all some <laughs> dating advice book <laughs> or anything. But the premise of the book is it's a whodunit, like murder mystery kind of thing. But they're setting the, the stage. Seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. No, it's not. Ugh. I know. Everyone, go read that book. It's phenomenal. Need, I still need to read that. But they're setting the author setting the stage and talking about how this couple to the outside world has just this perfect life. They live in this big house. What book is this? The Pretty Little Wife. Oh, okay. No, I just read one similar, and it is a thriller. And I was going to tell you if it's the same one, hold up, you are not going to. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. This is supposed to be a thriller whodunit kind of a thing. Okay, but setting it up, they have this perfect little life to everybody. They live in this big house. The you know she is has this perfect image his her husband was really big on like you always need to look perfect kind of a thing he's kind of a jerk as you're finding out (laughs) um but it's interesting as you're seeing all they're interviewing all the people around them they're like oh yeah they were just you know so perfect and whatever and then you're reading about all the problems that are happening behind the scenes and it's like I know this is a book obviously but how often do we not realize that that's what's going on not that you want bad things or people to go through hard times but I think we are so grossly unaware of what the majority of people go through that they don't talk about or post about and we just wish for their highlight reel and we wish for their life and we wish we could be like them and you have no idea what's actually going on or what someone else is going through and there could be people that are like gosh I wish I really had Kristen's life and not to say that my (laughs) life is bad but I'm like okay great there are a lot of great things about my life but you also don't know about this this and this that's really been hard or that's I've really struggled with or whatever and so just like Bethany said try to keep a realistic mindset and even if you don't know everything that's going on in someone else's life be aware enough to understand that you don't have the full picture yeah, and that God gave you your life and your path for a reason. And he gave them their life and their path for a reason. And it's different and that's okay. But you've got to take both sides. You can't just, Oh, I I don't like the bad in mine. So I want the good in theirs, but then, (laughs) you know, all that comes with it. And I'm going to give you all permission to do something that you may not um, have given yourself permission to, but if you need to mute people, on social yes. media at this time of year you're not being mean they will never know you're not being a jerk or you're, if it's someone you don't know unfollow them yeah you're setting boundaries and that's okay so if you you know somebody gets engaged and they're posting a lot that's great good for them all you have to do is you go to their profile and you go to the little following thing and you just hit mute yeah and for the next month and a half to two months you just won't see their stuff anymore and then yeah. when the thing kind of dies down then you can go unmute them again that is okay and I think that there's so much of the pressure of like oh I can't unfollow and you don't even have to unfollow them. that's the beauty of all the functionality of yeah <laughs> but you're not being a bad person if you're setting boundaries for what you see on social media I just needed to say that in case people needed to yeah feel like they could do that you know and they can you can do whatever you need to do. It's okay if you need to meet some people for a while. So that's all I'll say about that. Totally makes sense. I agree. So moving on, a couple other things that could be difficult to navigate this time of year with dating is just the prevalence of expectations and awkwardness. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's um, very broad. Let's break it yeah, down. Yeah, we tried to we tried to name this one a little more specifically. We're just like, well, let's just let's just make it a twenty thousand foot and we'll just kind of <laughs> yes. slowly descend on it. But I feel like there are just a lot of expectations around this time of year. And this kind of goes back to the logistics thing we were talking about, but you know, what are we going to together? What are we doing separately? What are the gift situations going to look like? What, you know, are we going to go on all these holiday dates? Are we not? Is this, are we just going to progress as normal? Are we not going to see each other as much because he's with family and I'm with family? There's, and, and it's hard because any other time of the year you would talk about it. And, but then again, you feel like you talk about it and it's like, oh, I don't want to make this awkward. I don't want to put too much on him. It's just this weird, like, it's a hard line to walk. It is. And you, it, part of it is because you've got different upbringings, different ways your families deal with holidays, different traditions and all that. And I don't mean from the standpoint of you have to decide, oh, we're going to do this tradition for my family and that tradition from his. You're not to that point yet. But your family may be really open and welcoming and have people over and friends come to Thanksgiving and friends come to Christmas and it's not that big of a deal and it's super chill. Whereas his may be more formal or more like family only or more whatever. And so in your mind, oh, just come with me to this is no big deal. Whereas to him, that may be like a big, seem like a big step because of upbringing. But you're so new in this, you don't know that about each other. So that's kind of where the awkwardness comes in is you're both just acting like you normally would, but it's kind of at a mismatch level. And so your expectations are different, but you don't know that they're different because you don't know each other that deeply yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when that happens, just, I would recommend Bethany's like first date, um, line where she's like, well, this is kind of awkward, <laughs> but I think it's fine to keep it lighthearted, but maybe just be like, okay, this might be a little awkward, but what were you thinking? Not what were you thinking, but like, what are your thoughts on this? Or this is kind of what I had in mind for this. What do you think about that? Yeah. And you don't have to discuss it all at one time. You don't have to have a three hour conversation about <laughs> yeah. everything that's going to happen over the holidays or not going to happen or whatever. But I think you can keep it lighthearted and still talk about yeah. that and communicate your expectations in a way that's going to hopefully minimize any awkwardness that could yeah. come up. Well, and I think one thing that can even add to the awkwardness, because I've dealt with this a little bit before too, is like, if you've just started dating someone, let's say you're pretty soon after Thanksgiving, you're planning Christmas and New Year's. But if you've just started dating someone, even just asking about New Year's might be a little presumptuous in assuming you're still going to be dating then at that point. Yeah, that's true. And so it's a weird feeling. Um, but I totally agree with what you were saying. Like, come at it from the approach of like, hey, I don't want this to get awkward. Like, I don't want to make this awkward. So let's just say no holiday parties. Or let's just say this. Like, totally take it off the table. I'm like, hey, let's just not even worry about it. Don't get me anything. I won't get you anything. Let's just date. Let's just get to know each other. And we'll kind of get through, quote unquote, the holidays. And then move on. Yeah. If you're just really getting to know someone. Yeah. And. Crap, I just lost my time. No, you're fine. What was I going to say? Awkwardness and parties and going to this and. Gifts. Yeah. Crap. Get through the holidays. Yeah. Don't go to any parties. 
And just to, I just remembered this. We I couldn't tell you what number it is, but I know it was early on. We did I think it was one of our first couch casts. We did an episode on I think like spending New Year's with a guy or something. Yeah. Do you vaguely remember that yes. from a long time ago? So if you're willing to go search through the archives, we'll try to find that for the newsletter yeah. too. But we've talked about that before because I feel like New Year's, New Year's is an interesting holiday because everybody like <laughs> yeah. puts all this pressure on Christmas. But then when you're dating, New Year's is a big deal. Because it's yeah. like, oh, it's the kiss at midnight. I mean, kiss at midnight and, is know. kind of a big deal. Which, have you ever had a kiss at midnight? No. Me neither. It's but, on my bucket list. Yes, same. Like, I'm literally. Like, this need, I want this to happen. Yep. Um, But I've, I don't think I've ever had a boyfriend around the holidays. Have we talked about this? We have. You have. You always forget about it. Oh, yeah. My very first boyfriend. <laughs> it was very brief and very awkward. Um. I was 15, so there's that. I have not had a legit serious relationship over the holidays. Let's just put it that way. But don't discount New Year. Like, I think we still need to not just push New Year's to the side because it is a thing. And it is, especially if you're early dating, I would kind of, I would go into that conversation with a, hey, no pressure, no expectation whatsoever. Did you have plans already? What were you thinking? I don't, you know. It's one of those things I'd like love you, to do something if you don't have plans. Yes. But if you do, I I have no expectation of you changing them. Say exactly that. Yeah. Because you don't say like, I don't really care either way. Because then I'm he's so like, bad at this. He's because, like, yeah. He's like, oh, she doesn't want to yes. hang out with me on New Year's. Okay, I guess I'll just go. Well, oh, yeah, I had something with my buddies, I guess. And then, you know, you want him to know. Yeah. You would like to. But if he already had plans, because you just started dating two weeks totally ago. Totally get it. That's fine. But. Yeah, I feel like. Halloween to Valentine's Day is just tricky because it is one thing after another. Whose idea was that? (laughs) No, but I mean, Halloween, not as much. It's not, but it kind of kicks off Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. You have four big events in a two month, two month span. And then you get a six week break before Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. And then within that, there's the four big events, but who knows how many smaller events there are to those things. Um, yeah, it's just a lot. So the more you can do to alleviate that awkwardness, the better off you'll be. And I think it might be wise to just take it all off the table if it's really new. But say that so that you both know that's your expectation. Yeah. And I think if you do that, you can lead the same way we just said of like, Hey, I would love to, you know, do this or that or whatever, yeah. but I also realized we just started dating. So if you want to just take it off the table, that's okay. We don't have to. Yeah. Kind of like a letting him know again. Yeah. I would like to, but I'm also, I realize this is a 14 day thing right now. So <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And kind of, you let him know you like him, but you don't want to overwhelm him. Yes. And I time. think... New Year's, I think, is very acceptable to spend together if you don't have plans. Thanksgiving and Christmas, the actual holidays that you're spending with your families, don't even broach the subject. That no. should not be spent together, I don't think, if this is something that's new within within that time frame. Yeah. I also think, kind of circling back, this is something new that I haven't really thought about before when it comes to gift giving. This is kind of a newer thought that I've had is instead of buying gifts for each other, like maybe 
suggest, hey, this is new. It's going to be weird. Like, why don't we, let's just pick a night between now and let's go to dinner. Let's, you know, have a nice dinner. Let's do whatever. Like that can be Christmas Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, split it or whatever, instead of trying to buy something meaningful for someone that you don't hardly know, Mm -hmm. but also not get them a gift card. Like, yeah, it's it's a weird, awkward. Yeah. One thing I did. Experiences might be better. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. One thing I did was now this was kind of love language specific. So if the person you're with doesn't care about words of affirmation, you can ignore this. But I started dating a guy. It was like a week and a half before his birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no flipping clue (laughs) what to do. And so I wrote him a note. And I listed like 10 things I liked about him. And it's so like seventh grade, but I was like, whatever, we're doing it. But I knew that he really liked words of affirmation. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. And so I wrote this note and I was like, I know it's your birthday. It's not a big thing, but I just wanted to do something yeah. to acknowledge it. And he called me later. He was like, Kristen, that was like the best thing you yeah. could have gotten me. Like way better than just going to buy me something random. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like, that's great. <laughs> so if you can find whether like Bethany said, she's a quality time girl. So, hey, let's just go spend time together. Yeah. And that's Christmas. Or write him a note. Or do, you know, I don't know, whatever the other ones are. Um, <laughs> I know what the other love languages are. But you get the idea. Yes. Of it doesn't have to be a physical purchased gift without you acknowledging, hey, I want to do something yeah. to acknowledge the holiday and spend it with you. But not just do something for the sake of doing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Okay, then the last one is kind of flipping all of what we just said on its head and coming at this from a different angle. And so we've talked about we talked about Hallmark at the very beginning. We talked about how life is not like Hallmark and it's really kind of awkward and difficult figuring out dating at the holidays. But then on the flip side, there is that every so often you meet a guy, it's the holidays, you get swept up in this perfect fairy tale Hallmark that is very heightened by it being the holiday season. And then real life hits in January. So I would just caution you that a lot of times the holidays aren't real life. Everything is different. It's festive and joyful and people are extra kind and there's parties all of the time and you have time off from work and it's just not typical life. That's why we look forward to it so much because it's a break from real life. So if you find yourself swept up in what seems like this perfect hallmark rom-com, heavy on the rom, less on the com. (laughs) Uh, situation (laughs) just remember that real life is coming and don't don't be taken by surprise yeah it it's like a non-alcoholic version of a hangover (laughs) yes you know like the holidays are over you're like crap i gotta get my life together (laughs) um new year new you yeah (laughs) gosh um but yeah there's there is a a day that is coming that life will kind of resume its normal pace structure schedule all of that yeah and all I mean my mom was talking about it the other day she was like it's so fun this time of year when all the Christmas lights are up and everything's decorated and it's so magical and then January hits and it's all gone it's just kind of depressing and like January is my mom's least favorite month of the whole year she's like you come off this high of Christmas and all this family together and everything and then it's just like oh Oh. we have to go back to normal (laughs) I have to work yeah exactly (laughs) and there is this sense of you will feel that yeah 
relationally too if you're not careful and you don't really prepare for that well so I think just knowing that that's coming that it's like they talk about on the bachelor I'm going to keep mentioning the bachelor in this episode (laughs) for whatever reason but they all talk about you know this is not real life yeah like you dating in a bubble actually in a bubble literally for you know eight weeks and then getting engaged to somebody and you don't even have their cell phone number like you have jobs you have families you have a house you have whatever real life is waiting for you after the holidays are over and that will be the true testament of oh will this make it or did I just really try to throw this together yeah for this time of year and we want y'all's relationships to make it we want them to work out we want them to survive the craziness that is December (laughs) you know but that's why we wanted to do this episode is to really try to prepare you and make sure you're thinking through these things if you are in a new relationship if you're about to get into a relationship this time of year or if there isn't a prospect but you're wishing there would be there are things you know that are important to think about so we hope that y'all will take these to heart and really just kind of you know look at the bigger picture and not just get so um so many blinders on to the hallmark mentality as we so often do um so that you can you know date successfully and date well this time of year if you know that's what's going on so yep summed up perfectly oh thank you okay guys leave it there y'all this is the end of the season oh my gosh we still have a few days left of 12 days of couch cast so we're not totally gone but this is our last episode of this season we will be back in february exact date tbd most likely the closest wednesday to valentine's day because that's kind of how we roll we have a lot of cool stuff coming up we have some interviews we have our mental all series will be back i don't think we have that interview totally lined up yet but we will um so you don't want to miss that but as always we will have some stuff for you guys in the interim we'll be back with couchcast in the next couple of weeks we'll keep you posted on that over on instagram as far as like exact scheduling for that so make sure you follow us there lftm underscore podcast is where we're at on instagram we'll be there every day throughout the break too um so follow along with us there but until next season i'm bethany and i'm Kristen, and this is looking for the middle mm-hmm.